0: As we gather for our fifth and final Christmas Mass here at Corpus Christi, it's definitely a white Christmas. Look at that. Beautiful, right? And driving over this morning, I was wondering if there could possibly be any more people that need to go to Mass. After our crowds last night, um, I've never seen anything like it in my priesthood and you are the last, we're the last group to worship our Lord's birth. And so how good it is that we are here. I always think about my childhood memories. One of the childhood memories that I have is that we would, we would be loaded up into the station wagon and we would drive around and we would look at Christmas lights. And I, I, I think one of the reasons we like that and still do that, I need to get over to Mandan. Dale Wetch told me that they're gonna have their lights out until January 7th in Mandan. That's easy to remember. That's my brother's birthday. I think one of the reasons why we like to do that is because Christmas is a feast day that sparkles. It's a feast day that sparkles with mercy, and wonder, and its sparkle will never be exhausted because the sparkle of Christmas is based not just on God's love for us, it's based on God's endless love for us. When I was 26 years old, when I looked like Father Obergewich, and by the way, Father and I went to the seminarian Christmas party two days ago at the bishop's residence. And boy, do my replacements look young, huh? Wow. That's what I looked like 38 years ago. One of them asked if I would want to start over. I said, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? God still calls. We have a lot of priests coming up. But anyway, I was assigned as a young priest to Father Peter Kramer, and he, he kept using this simple word to describe Christmas. Sparkle. He spoke about how this sparkle will never wear out. And this sparkle only deepens through time because of the real truth of what Christmas is. And the real valuable truth of Christmas is that the incarnation, the birth of Jesus, is the most significant event in the history of the world. And it will always be the most significant event in the history of the world. Because when Jesus was born, when the word chose to incarnate himself he took upon himself the consequences of our original sin when he chose to incarnate himself when he chose to be born as a man only as a man not as true god but as true man he accepted the consequences and the limitations of original sin that we live with hunger, thirst, fatigue, sensibility to pain, sadness. He aged as he lived here on earth. And Jesus even accepted the most extreme consequence of original sin, death. He accepted it so that he could destroy it through his resurrection. The birth of our Lord destroyed death. That's why St. Paul said, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? All of you mothers here, All of you mothers here, and we've had so many children at these masses, all of you mothers here gave birth to your children so that they may live. Mary gave birth to our Lord so that he may die, so that your children may live. That is why Saint Augustine said so beautifully, had our Lord not been born, we would have suffered everlasting unhappiness. We would never have been restored to life. St. Augustine said, if our Lord had not been born, we would have been lost, we would have perished. That is the real and valued truth of what we celebrate today. That is the sparkle of the mystery of Christmas, how can God love us that much? And the sparkle of the wonder, if I respond to that love, what can become of my life? All precipitated by those words, she will bear a son. You are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All of you who are here today are his people. I want to thank all of you before I end. My homily is short because we had to clear our lot out after our 4 p.m. mass for our six o'clock mass, and so I'm programmed to be short this weekend. I got one more story for you, but I first wanna say I thank all of you for your life and participation in this parish, And for those of you who are traveling, thank you for visiting us. I hope you have safe return travels. For those of you who are grieving, suffering, lonely, or experiencing a challenge in life, I pray that this Christmas season brings you peace. I hope it brings you a renewal of your faith. I hope it brings you Hope, that sparkle of hope. And I want to thank my staff who do so much for me, but more importantly, do so much for you. As I've said, as your pastor, I'm the head of this parish. Whether I like it or not, that's what canon law says. But remember that my staff is the neck of this parish that keeps directing me and keeps assisting me. And I want to thank them. They make my work here uh, mostly enjoyable and easy, right? No job is entirely enjoyable or easy. I want to thank them. And I want to thank them for how they serve you. Here's my last story. This is what Christmas is about story of a man who lived on a high mountain overlooking the sea. This man enjoyed his days by walking and looking at the sea, enjoying the sea. One day out on his walk he saw a tremendous tsunami wave coming. He looked down and he saw on the beach all of these people enjoying their day. He yelled at them, he waved his arms, He tried to get their attention, but they couldn't see him. They couldn't hear him. So you know what he did? He turned around and he started his grass house on fire. Within a few moments, the people down on the beach saw a sparkle. They saw the fire. Some of them thought we should respond to that fire and climb the mountain. In charity, we should maybe see if somebody needs help or maybe at least find out what it is. Others on the beach said, Nah, mountain's too high. I'm having too much fun. The wave came in and they vanished. And those that climbed the mountain were saved. What we celebrate today is God the Father doing something far more radical than starting his grass house on fire to get our attention. He sent his Son, whereby if we respond to him, if we climb the mountain with some intrigue, if we climb the mountain with some charity, we will be saved. This parish, this beautiful parish, is a reminder, and it's also an encouragement for us to keep climbing to the sparkle, for us to keep responding to that light. Jesus Christ, born the Savior, our Savior forever. We will now profess our creed as we always do. On this day and only this day, we will pause and we will kneel when we profess the mystery of the Incarnation, I believe.